Hi there, this is James Eek, and you're listening to Warrior's Way Podcast, Episode 71. There's a Zen parable that was given much lip service when I was coming up through the ranks. It's about how, in the heyday of the Japanese martial arts, a person used only one obi, or belt, during practice, from the time he was initiated into the arts until he became a master. The point of the story is to show that changes in the color of the martial artist's belt over time are symbolic of advances in his degree of insight. For those unfamiliar with the parable, it goes something like this. In the beginning, you have a white belt. It symbolizes the beginner's mind, pure and unfettered. There are no questions about right and wrong, and no hesitation because the beginner hasn't enough skill to intentionally do anything wrong. He's all innocence, with intentions as clean and white as the belt around his waist. Gradually, as a novice trains, his belt becomes stained. First it turns green from grass stains, then it becomes brown as dirt stains are added to them. Finally, after years of staining, the belt begins to take on the black hue we now associate with mastery. But the parable tells us that this is really the middle of a true martial artist's journey. At this point, he's in the darkest and most dangerous place in his journey towards mastery. He has more skill than wisdom. His intentions are tainted by his ability to hurt people. In the third and final stage, the belt ages along with its wearer. It becomes frayed and tattered as its wearer learns difficult lessons about being seduced by anger and hate. It becomes white again as the martial artist's intentions become pure again. Experience deepens his insight, and he now knows when it's right to fight and when it's not. His journey comes full circle into mastery. He has the skill of a great fighter, a clear and unfettered mind to guide his use of it, and a white belt around his waist to symbolize it. This parable offers a great lesson in the development of a martial artist. But I believe the strength of this story is that it shows us the real meaning of a black belt. A black belt indicates expertise in fighting. Anyone who wears one should be able to easily beat people within the focus of his art. In other words, A karate shodan, or first-degree black belt, should be able to easily punch and kick an opponent into submission. And a judo or jujitsu black belt should be able to easily take an opponent down and choke him unconscious or break his arm. But this is not enough. The parable shows us that attaining a black belt is the middle of a journey toward mastery in the martial arts, and also the most dangerous part of that path. It's a black time in two respects. First, it's when the martial artist possesses great skill. And if he or she isn't careful, he can commit great sin. Second, it's a time when he is truly in the dark about when it's right to fight and when it's not. At this point, his martial skill is relatively new and he hasn't the life experience to know how to use it judiciously. 
This is the middle of a journey towards mastery because martial skill doesn't automatically lead to wisdom, even if it does require us to seek it. If you've ever wondered whether your black belt means anything, you should ask yourself two questions. The first is, can I fight? And if the answer is no, that belt is just a fashion accessory to a pair of Japanese pajamas. And there's no moral dilemma to master. But if the answer is yes, you should ask yourself a second question. Can I swallow my pride and look for guidance? If the answer here is also yes, your black belt means a great deal. It means you're on your way to becoming a white belt again. It means you're on your way to becoming a master. So this is from a magazine article by Keith Vargo, and he's the author of the book, Philosophy of Fighting, Morals and Motivations of the Modern Warrior. And it's a great article. I can remember hearing the same story when I was a kid from my judo sensei. And I could picture in my mind all these long ago people training outside and getting filthy and eventually getting black belt and it, then it turning white again, tattered and well-worn. In my own life, I've been reminded by the simple truths of this parable too. And it isn't all just about fighting either. Like I say to my own students all the time, there is no sense in formal tests in the martial arts because life itself is going to throw more than enough tests your way as it is. When you train seriously in the martial arts, you're on a path that some forces in the universe would rather you never be involved in. The martial arts is way more than it seems on the surface. It's a deep and maybe bottomless pool that you'll have to spend a long time exploring. And some are going to get deeper than others, and some will make discoveries and great strides. Some tests will be passed, but some will be failed. But all it teaches are valuable lessons, if you allow it. That said, it is important not to put too much on those belts or anything else in all of this. Like I learned in the army, just because someone is a rank or a few ranks above you doesn't mean they have any more insight or competencies than you or anyone else. We're all just bumbling around in this life trying to be better, failing, learning, and moving on. What I find with martial arts is that the deeper you get, or perhaps the more time you have in that belt, the deeper and tougher the lessons you will have to learn. And learn them you must. Some lessons and tests you might try to hide from. You might try to think you are good with it, but unless you face it, and I mean really face it, you are doomed to repeat the same lesson, that same test, over and over. Martial arts and training, if done right, will make you dig into who you really are what your strengths, your weaknesses, and your limitations are, and what they aren't. It's going to make you understand things about yourself more than you could ever imagine when you first started training, or if you never have. The hard thing, and most important thing, is that you train with the right frame of mind, 
with the right outlook on what it is you're really doing. At its base level, yes, you're training something physical that is about learning to defend yourself. It's very egocentric that way. It's about me, me, me. But the longer you train, the more you should understand that it is actually about not me, but we. It's about all those people you train with more than it's about you. It's about pushing past all the judgmental, egocentric things that can get in the way of seeing that we are all in this together, that we need each other, and that we are all one. The weird thing then is that you start to see that to really do this work and come face to face with what needs the training is that you need to be constantly digging into yourself and finding out what it is that makes you tick. Do you do the things that make you see all the different things that make up who you are and who you really, really truly are? And that's a lot of work, believe me. It calls for more honesty than most people are willing to do, more than they're willing to give. It calls for more work, far past the physical that most people will ever be willing to do. And it takes embracing and working on parts of you that you might not like very much. But doing the work is not only important, but will help you get to the other side of a whole lot of darkness. So, stick with the process. Understand that as you train, things will come up. Pass, fail, tap, submit. It's all just part of the path, the way. And with that, let's go on to the question of the week. I know you really like the idea of getting meditation into your training, but I don't know if it is for me. What am I going to miss out on if I don't meditate? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, well, you're going to miss out on understanding what is really important in your life. Meditation isn't about channeling rainbows and levitating. It's about seeing who you are. It's about learning where the real you really is. It's about coming to understand in very real ways that right this moment is all that matters and really all you have right now. Now. <laughs> yeah, and now again. There is endless research that's being done and has been done all saying the same thing that many of us already know. The meditation or mindfulness training not only makes you feel better, it's going to have huge impacts on every aspect of your life. What I'd suggest is if you're sitting on the fence, well, use some of the high-tech devices that we all have now. My Apple Watch, for instance, has a setting that reminds me to take a moment and breathe, to be present, not caught up in all the endless cycles of junk that we tend to attach to. Just here, just now, just breathing. And then there's plenty of other things like that. I'm not going to say much more beyond that. Just try it and keep at it for a month. And tell me that your life hasn't improved. 
I dare you. So, thanks for that question. And I think we're going to tie it up there. Um, a few things. We now have Warrior's Way podcast t-shirts. They're pretty cool, I think. They, um, if you haven't seen them already on our Facebook page or on Instagram, uh, they're Warrior's Way Podcast Fight Club t-shirts, and you can get them in a whole bunch of colors. So pick one up and amaze your friends by your fashion statement. (laughs) Um, The other thing that we have is we have a Patreon page if you want to support the podcast. Um, I throw videos and things on there if you are a supporter. Or maybe you just think that this is great and you want to support what I do. And that would be great too. Um, Other than that, you can always pick up a copy of one of my books on Amazon. I've written a couple on martial arts things. Actually, I've written a few of them. There's two that are published, but there will be more. Uh, You can find those on Amazon or on your Kobo or your Kindle uh, and pick one up. You can also find us on Facebook. We have our Warriors Way podcast Facebook page. Or you can track me down with my Martial Arts Schools Facebook page. That is the Eek Academy of Martial Arts here in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia. Um, Same thing with Instagram. We don't have Warriors Way podcast Instagram page because I just like having one Instagram. And you can find that. Look for Eek Academy on Instagram, and you will find stuff of amazing martial arts stuff, Warriors Way podcast, things, my life, and just everything cool that I find in the universe in general. And then lastly, if you're liking this podcast, and I know some of you do because you tell me, and by the way, drop me a line if you like it. I love hearing from you and hearing what you think. If you have a question of the week, for that matter, send it to me. Or if you have a podcast idea, send that my way too. Um, But if you're liking all this, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. And of course, tell your friends about it. Because the more people that listen, well, the happier it is. Because, man, this thing's free. Might as well spread the word. Um, And that's about that. So pick up a t-shirt. Support us, check out the pictures and various other things, and continue to be cool. So, with that said, get out there and train hard, have fun, be a good friend, and let's try to make this world a little bit better. There's lots of things you can do. Just put your thinking cap on about that one. The world needs your help, so why not do it? That's why we train. Thanks a lot.